skin horse. Trilby ground her perfect teeth at the sight of him. Yes, it was Thornton Vance, all right. Nobody else around Blackwater Springs rode a horse with that kind of lithe, superior arrogance, or tilted his Stetson at just that slant across his tanned brow. I do wish his saddle would fall out from under him, she muttered wickedly. I don't know why you don't like him, Trilby, Ted said sadly. He's very nice to me. I suppose he is, Teddy. But he and Trilby were enemies. Mr. Vance had seemed to take an instant dislike to Trilby the day they were introduced. The Langs had lived in Blackwater Springs for almost three weeks by the time they made Thornton Vance's acquaintance. Trilby remembered his delicate, faintly haughty wife holding carelessly to his arm as the introductions were made at a church social. Thornton Vance's cold, dark eyes had narrowed with unexpected antagonism the minute they'd spotted Trilby. She'd never understood that animosity. His wife had been fairly condescending when they were introduced. Mrs. Vance had blonde hair and blue eyes, and her well-bred contempt for Trilby's inexpensive clothing had been infuriating. Perhaps unconsciously she'd extended her hostility toward the woman to include Thornton Vance himself. Thornton Vance had frightened Trilby from the beginning. He was a tall, rough, fiery sort of man who said exactly what he thought and didn't have any of the usual social graces. He was an outlaw in a land of outlaws, for all his wealth, and Trilby had no use for him. He was as different from her Richard as night was from day. Not exactly her Richard, she had to admit. Not yet. Vance's cousin Kurt had been totally different from Thorne, and Trilby had warmed to him at once. She liked Kurt Vance because he was cultured and gentlemanly, and he somehow reminded her of Richard. Kurt had seemed fond of Mr. Vance's wife, too. Sally Vance had managed to interfere every time Trilby had spoken to Kurt, holding his arm with a faintly proprietorial air. Her antagonism for Trilby had been more evident every time they met, so that finally Trilby managed not to attend any function where she was likely to see the other woman. Sally had died in a very suspicious accident just two months after the Langs arrived in Blackwater Springs. Mr. Vance had accepted the routine condolences from her family, but when Trilby offered hers, he actually turned on his boot heel and walked away in what was a visible and very public snub, motioning his little girl along with him. He'd mellowed in the past two months, though, because he often came to the ranch to see her father. He always talked about water rights and how the drought was affecting his great herds of cattle. Mr. Vance owned an enormous tract of land, thousands of acres of it, with part in the United States and part in Mexico. Apparently, Blackwater Springs Ranch sat smack dab in the middle of the only reliable water source nearby, and Mr. Vance wanted it. Her father wouldn't discuss selling any land. That was like him. He wouldn't give up those water rights either. Trilby's busy mind coasted when Thornton Vance reined in just in front of the steps and crossed his tanned wrists over the pommel. Though a wealthy man, he dressed like one of his cowboys. He wore old denim jeans with worn leather batwing chaps. His shirt was checked and old, too, with scratched leather wristbands over the cuffs. A huge red bandana drooped around his strong neck. Mr. Vance didn't look very elegant, she decided, and her distaste for him showed in her face.
Good morning, Mr. Vance, Trilby said quietly, remembering her manners, belatedly and reluctantly. He stared at her without speaking. Is your father at home? She shook her head. He had the kind of voice that was soft as velvet and deep as night, but it could cut like a whip when he wanted it to. He did now. Your mother? He tried again. They're off with Mr. Torrance at the store, Teddy volunteered. Mr. Vance let his dark eyes slide back to Trilby. They were set in a keen, sharply defined face with a straight nose and darkly tanned skin, black eyebrows matching the equally thick, straight black hair under his hat. Trilby felt inadequately covered for some reason, even though her neat calico dress was very demure. She wiped her hands unnecessarily on her apron. I should get back to...